its management, or the UC Board of Regents. To find out more about this talk show or other talk shows broadcasting on KUCI, log on to our website at KUCI.org or check out the latest program guide. Five o'clock on a Friday night, and you know what that means. It's time to flop down on the couch, pour yourself a good strong drink, lean back, <laughs> and get ready for the chat room. Hey, I don't have my drink. Hold on. Hold well, on. Why don't you pour me one while you're over there? Uh, this is KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. We're broadcasting live from the University of California campus in Irvine. We're streaming on the web at KUCI.org. We are podcasting. I'll tell you more about that later in the hour. We are here every Friday night at 5 o'clock bringing you edgy talk on relationships, sex, dating. I'm Marie Stone, and always faithfully right here beside me is, is me, Elizabeth Zero. At your service. Hey, Mrs. Stone, what's up, sexy lady? You at my service? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I'm, I'm mixing you drinks right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm chopping up lines of drugs. You're full service. To put into your nose and things to smoke and all the bad things. Yay. Just kidding. Don't, don't do that, kids. No drugs. Say no to drugs. <laughs> Say yes to sex. Say yes to sex. Say yes to Elizabeth. No to drugs. Yes. So tonight we're talking about the rules. You remember that old book? written back in 1995 that got all the press and every single person talking and all the women had a copy of it on their yeah. nightstand and in their purse and in their... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because nobody follows rules anymore. We needed a... I, when I started dating again, I had to get some, some rules. I needed rules. I needed... What, the, what, do we, what do you do? What do you, you know, do when you don't know what to, how to date? When, you've been, when you were a child bride and then you go back to dating or when you don't have a grandmother who's alive and everybody moves around the country... And nobody tells you how to behave on a date or what you should or shouldn't do. You need the rules. You have a lot of personal issues around this. I know. I just I figured, I just noticed I got kind of upset. <laughs> <laughs> the first thing I noticed is that when the rules came out, the, yeah. the kids that are listening to us around campus were just born. So I'm sure they have no idea what the heck they we're know. talking you about. Girls so. and guys, you need to tune in, especially you uh, young ladies who are texting those boys every five minutes. Turn up your radio and pay attention. Take notes. Cross your legs. <laughs> Cross your legs and take notes because no sex for you. What politician said put an aspirin between your legs or some guy? Between your knees. Between your knees. Yeah. Yeah. Do yeah. that. Do that. Open up your books. Okay. So we've dusted it off. We've yeah. opened it back up. Yeah. And we're going to see what they look like 17 years later if they've held up, how we feel about them, what's changed, how Elizabeth violated all all of them 82 of them or however many <laughs> on her first date with her husband exactly <laughs> and we're taking your calls particularly if you're a college student and you're um looking back at something written about the time you were born and uh so this is how your parents hooked up my friends this is yeah. uh, exactly what they did to get together and uh or and maybe what if y'all. something well, you've read the rules and you like them or something that's worked for you or maybe you didn't like the rules give us a call yeah 949-824-5824-949 uci kuci or you can email us at the chat room at kuci.org and share your thoughts so i have to <laughs> i have to 
admit that I have never read the rules. So I so I your your part here is to tell me I kind of know the gist of yeah. them and I know they totally tick me off. Yeah. So tell me, um, give me a little primer on a couple of them. Uh, well, the gist of the rules, the whole book is basically an attempt for women to attract and marry men. And trap, you know, trap, <laughs> attract. No, trap. Attract. That's what it's doing. Yeah, attract and, well, make a new and word, capture attract. men. <laughs> yeah, and the, and the uh, idea is, you know, you want to play hard to get. And when I found myself back on the market at, um, you know, in my late 30s, I really had no idea to date. I mean, I was married at 21, so who, you know, I was just glad that the guy that I married didn't ride a skateboard (laughs) and was not covered with tattoos like my previous boyfriend, who was awesome, and his name was Darth, really, in real life. Oh, that's hot. I know, he's really cute. But um, But Darth was like 18, right? Yeah. So so he should have been riding a skateboard. I know. All right. It was hot. Okay. So, so yeah, so I needed needed to know how to date. And I also basically felt like I needed an edge. I had no game. And and I wasn't attracting great guys, Um, you know. So so I did, I read the rules, and I read a bunch of other books, but particularly the rules. And I followed them. Right up until the rule about not sleeping with him on the first date. <laughs> <laughs> Which is rule number what, two or something. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like the one you're really supposed to like hold out for. But, and I always ask my husband, I'm like, why'd you marry such a slutty girl anyway? <laughs> it's like, I don't know. Because she's a slutty girl. Yeah. That's why I married Because, you know. But yeah, a lot of the rules I think are, are good. And some of them I'm like, yeah. And, I, you know, it doesn't really matter. And then, and then like the sleeping together rule and, and the, you know, my third date with my husband was in France for nine, and it lasted nine days. So, jet setting around the world with someone you just met was definitely breaking the rules. Not a not a good okay. But you know, you kind of have to wait. Make, I'm writing this down. Maybe. Don't jet set. <laughs> <laughs> and then shave all his body hair off in France. Anyway, um, yeah. So you kind of have to follow some of the rules that make sense. I think the biggest rule that makes sense and the advice that I always give people is if you um, someone recommends you go to a restaurant and um, or you want a restaurant recommendation and they send you to two restaurants they're side by side they're the same exact food same price but in one restaurant it's very empty there's just a few people dining there and then the other restaurant there's a line outside around the block to get in you know which restaurant are you going to want to eat at marie the one I can get into right now. Well, I know because you're impatient <laughs> and you have low blood sugar. But the point is, is that in, in your mind, you're going to want to eat at the restaurant that everybody wants to get into and it's hard to get into. And that's kind of how we're built as human beings. We sort of want what we can't have, especially men. It's like they want a challenge. They want to know that they're going to get a really special meal when they date you, that you're not just I'm some... sorry. I'm still picturing the woman being filled up with all of these guys, literally, and that he just can't get in. He's always standing this long line while she's like... I'm sorry. No, but it. she's. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm like, what? What are you? Are you stoned? <laughs> That's your name. Oh, Marie Stoned. Maybe. I get it. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> it's all making sense now. No, so the guy wants the girl that you know everybody else wants. He yeah. he wants to know. You know, you're you're not going to be easy. You're not. You know, you, you don't want someone calling you up on a Friday night at nine o'clock and saying, "Hey, baby, let's go on a date." You're like, no, you don't answer the phone because you're busy. Yeah, And he should have called you Wednesday. And I like that rule. Don't accept a date on Saturday unless you get a call by Wednesday because, hey, you know what? You're busy. You're hard to get into. You're in demand. Because <laughs> of that aspirin between your knees? You're yeah. hard to Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No, but you just have no, to make I, yourself. Yeah, I mean, and it's just like anybody. You're interviewing for a job. 
they don't want some guy just sitting around, you know, in his grandma's basement watching video games. You know, they want someone who's out there going, moving, shaking, tearing it up. I have to tell you, yeah. uh, so we'll get into this later in the hour, but the, so there are all of these people who are debunking the rules, as you might imagine. Right. But as we're on this topic right now, one of them was gamers. So they said, you know, who who thinks gamers are really hot on the market? <laughs> Turns out they they really kind of are. Gamers and all those guys into their lame video games. Yeah. Getting a lot of action. You, where? With you? With who? How do you yeah. know this? Where is this? What is this? It was a study. It was For, a study of all the things, all the myths that we have, sleeping together on the first uh-huh. date, bad, right. living together, bad, um, gamers, lame. And it was debunking all of these truths that we thought oh. were, anyway. So the gamers so, were sto- scoring actually pretty high. They're scoring pretty high? They are. Okay. Well. In both g- the games and the other, <laughs> in all the games, they're scoring pretty high. Well, okay, good for you guys. I don't know why exactly, <laughs> but <laughs> anyway, I just thought I'd throw that out there. But keep going, keep going. Oh, okay. Um, well, so yeah. So here's here's a rule: be a creature unlike any other. <laughs> God. Emphasis on the word creature. Creature, like a like an animal. Yeah. Be an animal like any other. It says a sense of confidence and radiance permeates your being from head to toe. Ow. Oh, for God's sake. And that's okay. not like a full body rash. I guess that means you have to be like, <laughs> like just confident and cool and like, hey, hey, I'm check check me out. I'm with it. You know, I get this. I get all of it, except Mm -hmm. that it just sounds like a massive head game. It sounds like you're just playing games with people. Well, yeah. What? All right. All right. right. (laughs) So your point is? The point is the whole goal of this book is to trap a man and get him to marry you. Yes. And get him to the altar. And then what? Correct. And then he'll be gnawing his own foot off for the next 25 years. And then make his life miserable. Right. All Until, right. you know, Hugh Jackman comes knocking on your door. All right. I just wanted to know what the goal was. But now that the goal has been defined no, for me. because even after you're married, Marie, you've still got to practice the rules. I don't call my husband at work and bug him. He doesn't know what I'm doing or where I'm going. But you know what? He's curious about it. By the time he gets home, he wants to know. He's interested in me. Because you know why? I haven't been bombarded. I haven't been bombarding him at work all day with honey. Blah, 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 blah. You know, it's like, hey, I want some, I want flowers. I want you to remember, you know. Sex it up when you get home, brother. Yeah. Show me that you love me. He knows where you are because he tunes on the radio. I know. There you are talking about sex again. He better be listening to me. <laughs> he's starting to slack off on listening to my shows. At first he's like, oh, my wife's on the radio. Now he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so it says show up to parties, dances, and social events even if you don't feel like it. I That, would, that was hard for me because I just felt like staying home and masturbating and crying when I was single. In Alone. that order? Yeah. No, okay. all together at the all same together time. All together at the same time. <laughs> I didn't want to go out. But it's saying, you know, you've got to get up and get out because how are you supposed to meet anybody? Unless you, you know, keep breaking your home appliances and then calling hot repair guys to come over. I did that for a while. You did? My dad gave me that advice. And it actually, it is good advice. That He said, you know, you never, ever turn down an invitation to anything. And something weird will come out of it, even if yeah. it's, you know, it's not going to be a husband, but something <laughs> weird will come out of it. And he was right. A lot of weird experiences came out of saying yes to every <laughs> I got invitation. buried alive, but was able to crawl out of the dirt. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I survived. So and I'm yay. good. <laughs> I'm okay now. <laughs> the story value. So it says it's a fantasy relationship unless the man asks you out. Do you believe that? I don't know what you mean. What are well, you talking about? Well, it's basically, you know, you don't want to waste your time with a guy. If he's not going to be approach you first and ask you out, then this is just a fantasy. He's not really into you. 
Well, this is funny. Actually, I have a story on this point. So I was really good friends with this guy in, when I was in law school. We were mm-hmm. friends for two solid years. I had, I mean, I broke every rule. And, and here's an example of it. Yeah. So I invited him over every, every weekend we were together. Most nights we were together studying. Um, I made him dinner every Saturday night. And he was a very good gentleman. You know, he'd pull out my, this is in my apartment. He would pull out my chair at my dining room table where it's just the two of us. Mm, Nice. He was a total gentlemanly guy. Never kissed me. Never did anything. Mm -hmm. Never asked me kind of formally out, whatever. He's gay. So, yeah. So this went on for two, yeah, like a year and a half, two years. So then I started dating my husband. I was totally into this guy. And and he was shocked. And he's like, what are you doing? I'm like, well... I'm, I'm going out with somebody who actually asked me out. Yeah. And uh, he was shocked and devastated. We've never spoken since. He was like, but, you know, I thought, I, and I'm like, we haven't even kissed for two years. What the hell are you thinking? Yeah. So, yeah, I, I guess, you know, I don't know how that goes to your point that if he hasn't asked you out, it's a fantasy relationship. But but kind of on well, both yeah. sides, it was this weird fantasy relationship that I don't know what the well, heck was Well, if he didn't on. actively pursue you and then you didn't even kiss him for two years, he's either probably a... a a homosexual which is awesome and great he just maybe didn't know it or he um you know yeah. maybe you smelled bad and you were gross thanks. but you're not now because you're well, amazing thanks. you smell like a flower and you look like a beautiful princess <laughs> it sounded insincere no i'm serious there's got to really be do. a rule about i that. can smell you from here the pheromones thanks. are really turning me on awesome um so yeah so you have to yeah the, the, the point is is you want to have that that instant attraction yeah and I think a lot of guys are like, well, I like it when, uh, I think it shows a lot of confidence. I like when a woman approaches me. And it's like, you know what? You're just being lazy. Don't <laughs> give the men, don't let the men be lazy. If they are interested in you, they will come up to you. And if they're not, then forget it. They're not worth it. You don't want a guy who's not willing to at least make the first move and come up to you and show some sort of interest. If he doesn't have the, you know, hoeveros rancheros <laughs> to do that, then he's not, how can he defend you? In like a bar fight or maybe a roller derby, um, you know, back alley gang <laughs> escapade incident. That's the goal is to be defended in a, Just in a roller derby. Things could, <laughs> things could happen and you need to have some guy who's, you need to have you know, a man. Yeah. Yeah. So it says here in an office romance, do not email him back every time he emails you unless it's business related. And I think that's true also for when he emails you, don't like write back with an email or especially with any text messages you. Don't respond. Not for a while. Let him wonder. If you're always there, then you're, then, then you're this pathetic loser who's sitting at her computer alone or staring at her cell phone waiting to get a tes- text message and then, you know, sitting there thinking something clever right back at you. Like, no, you're busy. Yeah. You are busy. And he's got to wonder, well, I sent that. I wonder if she got it. Then he's thinking about you. I wonder what she's doing. And then finally, then finally he gets that reply from you like a couple hours later. Oh, okay. Everything's still good. Well, I better ask her out. I like that. Yeah. And, you know, it's going to give him anticipation. And men like that. They like the hunt. They like the chase. Look, I'm not making up the rules. I'm just like playing by the guys set the rules when they start off this whole thing with like they want to hunt, they want to chase. They get bored. I'm sorry if you get bored. All right, fine. You want a challenge? You know. I'll stay home and cry alone on Friday night because you didn't call me, and I'll pretend like I was, you know, out with rock stars. I am. Not call you. I hear you saying. There's that. (laughs) I'm surprised it's a rule that you can even date people at work. Yeah, well, I I would say that that's probably not a good idea unless they're just completely ridiculously hot. Right, right. You know, like Ryan Gosling is your boss. 
the donut. You know, there shop. is something appealing to be thrown down on the desk. <laughs> it's hard here because it's covered up with all this equipment. But if you know, just note to you, Elizabeth. Have you ever had sex in an office environment where you worked? Uh, no, I haven't. <laughs> I haven't. But plenty of my coworkers were because really? yeah, we were. You know, I was uh, once upon a time, a long time ago, for when you ten minutes the, when you worked at the strip club. I was a I was a lawyer. <laughs> yeah, you were a lawyer. That's and right. so they all were. You know, I mean, you were at work nine-tenths of your life, mm-hmm. even including the sleeping life. So, um, yeah, so there was, a lot of, there was a lot of sex at work. Yeah. Yeah. I've never had a really uh, a job that would have a place to have sex, you know? It's hard in a radio station because just every surface <laughs> is taken up by this damn equipment all over the place. It's really these buttons stick in your back. and uh, This radio station is gross enough. I don't want to touch right, the know. surfaces with any of my private parts. And then I worked in... in um, you know, production houses and television studios, and there's cameras everywhere. So you that's can't true. even pick your nose in a place like that because it's going to be, the guards are going to be laughing at you. Well, that's okay. I mean, because that feeds another fantasy, right? If you're on, anyway, keep going. <laughs> Rule number six. Another <laughs> fantasy. <laughs> Whose fantasy is that, Marie? Could it be yours? Rule number six. Oh, and I, I don't know. I think I'm on five. But in, five. if you are in a long distance relationship, he must visit you at least three times before you visit him. Hmm. I like that because yeah. it shows he, he's trying. But I don't think that's necessarily, I wouldn't follow that to the T. It says, remember the first three visits are really nothing more than three dates. And on the first three dates, we don't have sex, whoops, with a man or have him stay at our place overnight. Well. We don't. Okay, um, write that down. On the first three we dates. We did everything but on our first date <laughs> with my now Mr. Zero. And I'm pretty I thought happy you did have it. sex on the first date. No, uh, no, it was pretty close. Okay. I I I uh I achieved maximum happiness. <laughs> Which is really all that matters. Let's just say that Mr. Zero is a very giving man. That's nice. He is. Shout out to Mr. Zero. Thank you should you, call honey. him. I know. Um I've is... got an idea for tonight, honey, by the way. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> has to do with our first date. Remember that? <laughs> all right, so no sex on the so he has to visit you. What if both of you were following these rules? Nobody would ever call anybody. I know. Well, he better not be. Or he, if he's reading, if any man is reading the rules book. Oh, there was a really funny parody for the rules. It was like, don't call her ever. It was everything like opposite. It's actually a cute chuckle. So I think it's on the internet. You That's what I was that. thinking is if everybody's doing this, you're, you're not going to communicate. You're not going to have sex. You're not going to talk. You're yeah. not going to see each other. You're not going to spend the night at each other's house. And, um, you know, there are plenty of women to fill the void there, right? Yeah. We're talking about the book, The Rules, and we're deciding whether we like them or we hate them, how they worked out for us. If you want to call us up and share your rule or um, tell us hi, (laughs) 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 then give us a call at 949-824-5824. Is that right? That's right. right? That's right. right. 949-824-5824. So so the book came out in 1995, and then Mm -hmm. it was re-released in 2007. Uh, It's called All the Rules. I yeah. love this time-tested secrets for capturing the heart of Mr. Wright. It's really capture. Capturing is really the word here, right? <laughs> it really, I'm I'm stuck on this sort of trapping people. But... Well, they didn't say capturing and imprisoning and torturing. <laughs> Just sort of a capturing, and then being nice to that person. Right. But so, yeah, what are your what are your what are your rules? What are your deal breakers? Well, this one. Um, <laughs> my deal breakers. Uh, if you don't have a job in a car, that's kind of a deal breaker for me. <laughs> If you're in prison or you've recently been in prison, 
probably not going to work out. If you're married, you know, maybe don't hit on me. Or if you're going to hit on me, at least take the ring off of your finger, dingling. <laughs> are- um, it says if he does not call, he's not interested, period. And I believe that. Don't, yeah, right. Do not call him. Don't text him. There's a, there's a whole um, chapter in the rules book, which is very funny. Reasons why you think you should call him. He lost your phone number. Maybe he forgot. Maybe, you know, there's like all these, oh, you want to ask him out. Oh, you need to borrow something. You left something at his apartment. He left something at your apartment. Oh, you wanted to tell him about this. You want to invite him to your sister's wedding. You want to say something about his grandma or you have a recipe he was asking about. No. These are the women that um, wrote, he's just not that into you, right? I don't think it's the same one, but maybe. We have a caller. Should we we accept? Let's just uh, go for it. No swearing, caller. Be good on the air. So here we go. All right. You've called into the chat room. Hey, who, who is pays? This? That's all. Who pays? That's all my question is. That's who, a good question. Who, who pays? pays? Thanks, Marie. <laughs> who pays? Well, everybody's going to pay something in the end. <laughs> I'm going to have to pay my OBGYN to Are you talking run about that sex? panel of tests <laughs> if I wasn't careful. I think that goes, I think if you're in an adult relationship and you're, um, it should be the man. That's what the rules book says. Rules so you're, 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 alluding to, you're alluding to the fact that women putting out is, is payment for dinner? No, not at all. I'm just saying that the man were. needs to step up. But okay. when you're in college and you have young people and your kids, you know, nobody really has any money. And But then, you, but then the guy, he should get creative. And it doesn't have to be an expensive date, but it can be a thoughtful, you know, put a picnic together or invite her over for some macaroni yeah. and some box wine. You know, I have to say, back back in the day when I was making a thousand dinners for this guy that yeah. never put out that guy. Um, yeah, I I made breakfast steaks, mm-hmm. so I'd get like these dollar fifty breakfast steaks, thinking I was being all hot. And then I I, I knew steak. yeah. So they it's were like they discount meat. It was it was like we're just about to throw this out. I had all these breakfast steaks, and then I threw Kahlua on them one night because I was going to do it flambe mm-hmm. style. Kahlua doesn't burn, as it turns out, because of the alcohol content is not that high. Wow. So yeah, that was a Good fantastic... This might explain, as I'm thinking back on it now, this might explain why it never went anywhere. Well, here's the thing. It's like, if you're the most valuable thing on earth, if you want someone to want you and to pursue you, then if you don't think as you know highly of yourself to say, hey, I'm worth it. I'm worth you taking me out and taking me out to a nice dinner... And I'm not going to put out, probably, but you might get a nice kiss or a hug or a thank you. Definitely, you should always say thank you. But, yeah, I think that you should have enough self-esteem and self-respect to say, you know what, you want to take me out? Well, then you can ask me out. You can pay for it. And it's hard to do that. I had trouble with it when I went back to dating in my 40s. I, um, Because I had money, and I thought, well, you know, I'll split it. And it's like, no, that's not... That's right. not saying, that's not valuing myself enough. Right. Yeah. Because I'm valuable. I'm worth, you know, you want to spend time with me. You want to have the opportunity to get to know me. And if I have to sit and talk to you and entertain you for an hour and a half. But couldn't he make all of these arguments himself? That's no. where. Okay. No. He wants, <laughs> I've got the goods. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you do. I'm the one that has yes, to have do. a child and go through the pain of childbirth I'm the one that has to put up with this ding. Guys are such babies, and we have to put up with them. The least they could do is pay for dinner. <laughs> She's on a rant. All right. So that's my answer to that question. <laughs> Any more callers? We won't yell at you. <laughs> You're scaring people out of time. I know. All right. Well, do you have any other really good ones? Yeah, I do. All it right. says, uh, close the deal. Women who do uh, should not date men for more than two years. 
don't yeah if, if he doesn't want to marry you after two years if he's not sure it's different if you're not sure if you don't want to get married and you're just having fun and you want to just be single fine go for it but if you do want to get married and he hasn't asked you and there's no conversation about it and don't bring it up don't ask him well actually that's what I did I basically said I just want to get married have a lot of dinner parties and have a lot of sex and he was that's like fair. okay yeah and then I got a ring like a month later Jesus, I'd marry you. I know. It sounds exactly like my... Who wouldn't want that? Dinner parties, sex, and yeah, no, no, that sounds good. Yeah. Just, get, just <laughs> let's get married and have some, some sex. <laughs> well, going back to your earlier point on when to sleep with somebody, and mm-hmm. the, I, apparently, just, <laughs> apparently, according to the rules, the first date is not the right answer. Yeah. But um, so in 2011, a... Uh, this, I think this was a British study, actually. It said it's time to throw the rules away um, because of that one. And uh, the studies are now showing that the more um, a lot of people are predicating kind of meaningless, you know, non-committal um, sex is leading to a lot of stable, good relationships. Yeah. And casual sex can become something more meaningful and lasting down the road. And um, so, yeah, they were looking at the number of people who, who do sleep together early on and uh, and finding out how many of those people stayed together. And it's actually, it's pretty, it's a pretty good, you know, I'm going to look for it here, but it's a, it's a pretty good number. So I don't think there's anything, mm-hmm. there's any particular right, perfect way to do it. For me, you know, I'm really glad that I followed the rules when I was on a, these various dates before I met my second husband because I didn't sleep with them, even though I kind of, you know, you know how horny I am all the time. So it was a strain for it me was not a to strain, do that. Yeah, right. but, um, but I'm glad I didn't. And then when I met my husband, the chemistry was just so right on. And it was like, you know, I don't even care because... That's why the rules went out the window. And so you have to kind of gauge like, well, what is it that you really want to do? And if you, you know, I didn't have an intention to marry him. I had no idea what was going to happen. But I knew that I was instantly attracted to him and I just went for it. Um, But I think if you do meet someone and you think, I'd really like to see where this can go. And I would really, um, I could see myself having a long-term relationship with a man. Then hold off. What's the hurry? You know, the people, you know, the guys write books all the time. What men, there's one that's called what men really want and three different professional men, a lawyer, a doctor, and a business, a businessman wrote it. And, um, they basically said, we don't want women who put out on the first date. That's Mm -hmm. not of our interest. It's, um, they don't like it and they don't respect you. So it says buyer beware, observe his behavior. So you do not end up with Mr. Wrong. And to me, this is always saying, listen to that little voice inside you. Because sometimes I didn't listen to it, and it was right, and I should have. Well, that's, you know, that's the other thing that I'm always wondering about, is if you're so focused on these rules, are you you thinking for yourself on all the rules that you should be following for yourself, and and the things that should be important to you, or are you so wedded to, here are the eight things that I sort of have to keep simultaneously in my head about how this date's going to go, that you're missing other cues that, you know, maybe they're giving off that you're... You could be missing cues maybe, but, but for people, you know, like me, my parents didn't teach me how to date. I didn't have healthy role models for a relationship. And so I really had no idea how to behave. And I thought, oh, I'll just be funny or I'll say this or that. And guys really perceive things. People perceive things differently than you might perceive something. And so to understand how you're coming across and to, you know, hold back and be a little bit more conservative, there's nothing wrong with that. And, and having some rules, you know, when you really have none. Right. You know, it's great. But I don't think, no, I mean, it was just sort of like, well, those are some good guidelines, you know. Right, right. Just anything, you're, these are things your grandmother or your mother should have told you, but a lot of us don't hear that. Right. 
I will say that first impressions are so critical Mm -hmm. and that, you know, if you do something on the first date versus if you screw up on the 28th date, clawing your way out of the hole that you create by screwing up on the first date is almost impossible. So if you show up late, I'm a big stickler about being late and a big stickler about calling when you say you're going to call. Yeah. And if you if you blow those early on. Yeah. It's it's almost impossible to claw your way back. Well, one of the things that a lot of women do is they go they go on that first date and they just tell the guy or the girl all their dirty laundry. And they get it and they're like, "Well, if this person's going to love me, they're just going to have to get to know me for who I am." Well, it's like, <laughs> "You know what? You're psycho." So, no, I don't think so, pal. You've got to just, you know, nobody does that. Men especially don't just divulge all their information on the first date. It's too much for any one person to handle. Just go in, be light, you know, see what they have to say, say nice things, be polite. You know, you want that first impression. You don't want it to be like, gosh, she said that weird thing before someone really gets a chance to know you, you know. That raises a good point, though, which is when you start bringing this stuff up. You know, that you yeah. have a well, cocaine habit or that <clears throat> you're, you know. <laughs> what is with all the resurgence of Can't cocaine just... lately? Man, there's so much of it out there. Get away from me. If you are over 30 and you're doing cocaine, you deserve to have a heart attack because you're a moron. <laughs> just put that out there. Well, yeah, I mean, I think the right time to really just let it all hang out is after on the honeymoon. <laughs> <laughs> After the trapping has has commenced. Yeah. Ooh, this is a really good little tidbit. It says, when he asks you out, silently count to five before saying yes, and it will make him nervous, and that's good. And I think that's a kind of a cool thing to do with people in general. It's sort. It's really kind of manipulative. It's like really messing kind with people. Kind of. Are you kidding me? Kind of. I don't know. I'm going to start. You talk to me now, and I'm going to count to five before I answer you on the radio. I'll see how awkward it is. Okay, go ahead. Go. All right. So what are you, uh, what are you doing this weekend? One. Two, three, four, five. I don't know. <laughs> These are head ga- You know, this is what totally ticks me off about this. I mean, they're total head games. Yeah. So you're start. Oh, I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, well, you know what? They like it. It gives the guys big boners, so who cares? Don't right. call him even when you feel uh, mean. Oh, don't call him even if you feel mean about not calling him. If he loves you, he'll call you anyway. When he asks you to call him, call him once, um, but do the absolute minimum. And this is the worst thing is when you're texting mm. or calling or bugging, that's, I, I still don't call my husband ever. Me neither. I return his call once in a while. Right, right. Or his text. If it's if for informational purposes. But I'm never like, what are you doing? I miss you. Right. Don't no, do that. No, I don't do that either. That's, yeah. Because yeah, that just screams, you know. Pathetic. Yeah. Although, interestingly, I will say on the on the flip side of that, it's important to me to have touchstone contact with somebody. Mm-hmm. So it's really important. It's funny because my my first boyfriend a thousand years ago said um, he was like, you know, I, I figured out that it's not very hard to make you happy. But, um, you know, but you do have to do certain little tiny things. And that is sort of check in every day. And it only has to be like 30 seconds. But, you know, just, hey, the minute you're alive. Right, just a, a tiny touchstone. So if they did that to me of what mm-hmm. we're advocating that mm-hmm. that women do, it would totally ir- <laughs> totally irritate me. Yeah. Well, you know, here's one that you're gonna really hate. It's um, it, this feels very manipulative to me as well. It's when walking down the street, drop his hand first, ever so slightly. Oh, for God's sake. That's really. That seems kind of like. <laughs> God. But you know, if you're having trouble, if you're trying to hook him in, hey man. Try it. Never know. Says when he asks you out for ice cream, a drink, or a football game, but you really wish you were going out for a fancy dinner, say yes to the dumb thing and 
hope that you get to go to an expensive dinner some other time. But always just be easygoing and ready to go. And I think that's just good manners. Yeah. You yeah. Know. So how long do you do this? How long do you have to keep this going? You said you're still doing it. Well, I, yeah, but that's just because I'm, you know, lazy and I don't feel like, you know. Right. Okay. Getting into it and having to do all this stuff. Well, no, I mean, I think it's good just to kind of keep the relationship alive and sparkly. Yeah. But, um. I do. You know, you're, you're reluctantly, because I came into this so resistant to these things. I, and in fairness, as I said, I haven't read them. So it's not really that fair for me to come in here saying mm-hmm. this is such a pile of crap, which, yeah. which is how I came in here. Well, you can't. I mean, but you're, you're sort of winning me over slowly. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, not not entirely, but I see the I see the wisdom behind it, I suppose. There is some. There's, There's some. some. It's not all. You know, I don't agree with everything, but it says the um, the rules are written in stone, but how you do them will depend on your temperament. If you're overly nice and gushy or a gushy girl, do the rules like boot camp. The stricter, the better. That is, never call him or return his phone calls very infrequently. That's a big, that's a big one. But if you're already cool or aloof by nature, be extra sweet when you do the rules. Hmm. So know yeah. yourself. Call him once every five times. Call him once for every five times he calls you, and be affectionate. So, okay, <laughs> gotta write this down. I'm starting. It's getting mathy here. That's what I was saying. I mean, to keep track of all of these yeah. is exhausting, and. You know, I don't know. Anyway. Oh, here's a good one. If he's uh, if he's being a bad boy, this is what you do. You want to shake things up. Mm-hmm. You uh, plan a little trip with your girlfriends, and you just go. Oh, by the way, I'm going on an all girls trip to uh, you know South Beach next hmm. month. I do that anyway. I know I do that too. <laughs> is that bad? <laughs> no. We should go on a trip together. Where would we go? Totally Vegas. Yeah, that would be fun. Yeah. <laughs> that would fun be times. fun. That would be fun. We could gamble. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> you go to strip clubs. That would be kind of. That would be fun. Okay, you okay. do your Vegas with the gambling, and I'll do my Vegas with the uh, the drinking and the strip clubs. Okay, and then we'll meet at night for really nice dinners. Okay, sounds good. Yeah. Um. I. Okay. Anyway, keep going. All right. <laughs> Even men who are in love with you and want to marry you will occasionally say things that irk you and make you nervous, like, "Oh, I'll take you there if we're still seeing each other next year." When he, if he says stuff like that, it just blows right over your head, like water mm-hmm. off a duck's back. Just don't let it irk you. Okay. 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 Right. I mean, you got you to keep your cool. You know what I'm saying, girl? All right. All right. Don't let him know you're afraid to be alone. <laughs> and I actually, now I love being alone, but that's because I'm in a committed, loving relationship. And I think like, oh, it'd be nice to be alone a little more often. But I don't, I'm not a good person. I don't like being out of a relationship or alone for too long. I think we covered that last week on the single show. We did? Yeah. Mm. Okay. Okay. What else? Well, I can tell you a couple of things about where these rules have gone since they were written Mm. in 1995, or what people are saying about them. Ooh. Uh, Match.com has done uh, an extensive study of the rules since it came out. And, you know, I know Match.com is a little bit invested in their own business plan, so I take some of it with a grain of salt. But... Um, yeah, they've, they've tossed out the sleeping together on the first date as, you know, personal preference. Mm-hmm. Things can turn out fine. Um, tradition still applies, they said. Uh, women still expect men to make the first move and ask a lady out, although 41% of women would offer to pick up the check on the first date, which I know the rules say they don't like. But And 37% yeah. of men would uh, would be happy to fit the bill, which yeah. is interesting because um, 37% of men putting the bill is not not that high it's not but, that um, high yeah so so the uh, the know. conventional thinking is that it is 15 minutes into the date to know if there's chemistry or not and that 
holds true for the rest of your lives. So if oh. if it's not there within 15 minutes, it's not going to be there. And um, so this is kind of the um, the wisdom behind just a cup of coffee on the first date, so yeah. that you you know you kind of decide if if you're I gonna... had the attraction when we were on the phone planning our first date. Did I you? just loved his voice. Yeah, Mr. Zero was very. He's just he's a New Yorker. He's Italian. He's like hey, you know hey. I love let's go to dinner. <laughs> I like it. It was like, yeah. That attracted you. All right. Yeah, let's do it, baby. <laughs> hey, it says don't get sloppy about your looks. That's right. Wash your hair, put some makeup on, and suck in that gut. That's a rule. <laughs> it Thank is. you. Thank it you, ladies. <laughs> That's totally helpful. Men, don't leave women who put on uh, 20 pounds after the wedding. Does that sound right? Men, don't leave women who put on 20 pounds after the wedding or the first baby. But if you want your fiancé or husband to keep drooling over, you keep fit. Yeah. All right. See, that's So irritating. they're not going to leave them. But yeah, well, you want to be sexy. After you're married, you want to be sexy, too. Yeah. This is my whole point about trapping men into, I mean, I come from a, a family who broke apart in an ugly way. So mm-hmm. this whole notion of just getting men to the altar and then doing whatever the hell you want after that right. is so weird to me because I'm like, that is never going to work out. But it's not to do that. Don't get right. fat. Don't just blow up and not care anymore because now you landed your man. But and it's I saying he won't women- leave you. No, they're saying they're saying he won't leave. They're not necessarily going to leave, but they're probably going to turn on some porno, yeah. or they might, you know, think about somebody else when they're making love to you, or they might have an affair. And it's not your responsibility. I mean, if a guy is going to go out and have an affair, then he's a douche, you know, that just can't communicate and be real and honest with you. But but the reality is, is men are very sexual and visual, and women are too. And um, you know, you should care if you. If you went into the relationship looking good and you blow up and you gain 100 pounds or whatever, that's not what they signed up for. That's not fair for both parties. Right. And I don't see how it's fair. I don't like the whole, like, women have to have a flat stomach, but we've got all these men and you know who you are. You're walking around and you all look like you're nine months pregnant. I mean, what's that all about? Elizabeth's <laughs> on another rant. I'm mad. No, I I'm do. Mad I do agree. I mean, it's true, especially around Orange County. It's true that women are so conscious of their looks and they're working yeah. out and they're exercising and they're modifying their body in all sorts of ways. And you're right. The men are like, what the hell? You can is be a fat, on? bald, disgusting, sweaty slob. Forget it. Right. You need to go to the gym and you, I want I want hard abs and I want a nice, tight buns and some legs and some arms. <laughs> Shave your back. <laughs> And your other stuff. Clean it up. Clean down. Gar- weed the garden. That's all I'm asking. Weed the garden. <laughs> she practices what she preaches, too. I I've, do. I've seen it. I've seen her handy. And I force Mr. Zero to practice what I preach as well. Hey, if you're just joining us, we're uh, the chat room. And we're talking about the rules. And we want to know what rules you follow, what rules you don't. Did you read the rules? Do you have rules? Do you, have a, do you need some relationship and dating advice? Call us up and we'll tell you what to do, and then we'll straighten you out. Or we'll straighten out whoever you're with. You tell us what they're doing wrong. 949-824-5824. It's Elizabeth Zero and Marie Stone on KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. So here's the question. Mm-hmm. Is in um, in the new technology world with yeah. texting and all of that yeah. stuff, um, to friend or not to friend on Facebook, when do you decide to do that? To friend? Oh, always let them friend you first. Okay. If and do you man, accept it? their friend request because the the thinking now is that you need to be way into a relationship before you friend somebody on Facebook. Like well, you need to be in a depends, committed relationship. Like if your Facebook is like, I just had a margarita and oh, lost my keys. <laughs> the sky's so pretty today. Oh man, it's raining. Then you're probably okay accepting their friend request. 
But if you have, you know, pictures of yourself doing backbends, you know, with rock stars feeding you upside down and which my friend Julie has. It's y'all should awesome. friend, uh, yeah, y'all should friend Elizabeth and all of her friends because yeah. that is what they have on there. You know, yeah. if you've got, if you're saying, if, you, if you're Elizabeth Zero and, you know, you have ElizabethZero.com and some, oh, you know, heinous rants laden with <laughs> hideous swear words that the FCC, you know, will uh, will eventually get me for, um, maybe don't let, accept that from request. Right. So yeah. right yeah. away. No, they think until they get to know you. Well, it depends. There's a so there's a generational split, which isn't all that surprising. But the younger singles say it's okay to add a Facebook friend within two to three dates, and only eleven um, percent of singles between the ages of thirty five and forty four tend to wait until it's an exclusive, committed relationship. Oh, that's interesting. So I can't the, imagine that because I would want to. I would immediately. I mean, I totally checked out my husband on the. I had a security check run in run on him. Did you really? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, because you were sleeping with him on the second date. Well, yeah, and then, but also because, you know, I had been burned so badly by this loser that I was dating before him. Mm-hmm. And um, so I, yeah, I just checked everything out. I was like, he does he have any bankruptcies, criminal records, but he doesn't have, he wasn't on Facebook. And um, so I didn't get the opportunity, but it's kind of a nice thing if you go, if you can go on someone's Facebook page, because you kind of can get an idea of who you're dating you know, and if you are right. single and you're looking to date, maybe go before you, you know, start giving out your, you know, Facebook page account or whatever, accepting from a class, clean up your, your profile. So, you know, you, you, don't, right. <laughs> you don't have pictures of, you know, you partying like a maniac or some, something you don't want someone else to see. Right. Or you might be embarrassed or have a hard time explaining. It is amazing in the world of texting now how many texting mistakes there are, either spouses or people in dating relationships catching their spouse texting, sexting, whatever you call Mm -hmm. it, flirting, flirt flirt texting, and um, accidentally texting the wrong partner or accidentally texting somebody. I've heard that that happen many more times. Many more times than you would think it does. But here's what happened with me. Before I dated my um, my now husband, Mr. Zero, his friend, uh, some guy by the name of Elio, um, got my number, and instead of calling me for a first date, I got a text. This is a grown. He's asking you out via man. text. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I'm you know 40 years old. It's like you know what? Maybe don't text that if you're over, you know, 21. Forget it. Just anybody. This is, right. I'm just gonna make this rule up. This is Elizabeth's rule. Just pick up the phone and call him. Do not text someone. Hey, you want to go out? No, right. that's lame. That's a wussy, wimpy cop out. Right. And you're weak. And you're pitiful, and you should be home alone by yourself Ouch. if you text. Okay, maybe not. <laughs> it says, read the newspaper and books so you can talk uh, to your life partner about things other than work issues or dirty diapers. Men want wives who can fulfill them mentally as well as physically and emotionally. And that goes for women, too. I, do, you know, I don't want to necessarily talk about what you, you know, your job or whatever you did that day or whatever I did that day. Have something else going on. Right, right. You know what I mean, Jelly Bean? You want to hear some uh, some of the tips for men? Yes, I do. All right. So great presentation. A lot of this is we've covered, and uh, it applies to men too. Great presentation. You know that um, you look good. You haven't shown up from the gym in your t-shirt and sweatpants. Ask her out only once. Mm-hmm. Don't keep going like the way you're inclined to do. Um, confidence. Wait, ask her out only once? Only once, right. What do you mean? Like he can ask her out once and then that's it? 
Uh, if she says no, you know, don't start following her around. Just oh, be okay that with one. It. Okay. Like, like I once had this guy. He asked me out, and um, we did go out. And then on the second, and it was horrible. And then on the second, his attempt at a second date, mm-hmm. I said, you know, I'm just getting over somebody. And he's like, when do you think you'll be over him? And I said, you know, it's hard to put a, a date on that. And uh, mm-hmm. he said, do you think December you'll be over him? And I'm like, hmm, I don't know. So don't do that, right? You look like a pathetic loser. Yeah, um, even if I am one. Even if you are one. <laughs> New place. One of the best dating rules for guys is to take their date out to a place she's never been to so that you can establish new memories for her in a new spot where she... Yeah, that's something. always a good thing. I got uh, I got sent to um, somewhere... <laughs> On a date that I had been somewhere, you know, previously with another person, and it, you got sent there. Well, <laughs> it worked out. I was out. sentenced to this date. <laughs> uh, it worked out that I ended up somewhere that I had been with someone, and I didn't say anything. I was, I was polite about it, but it was pretty awful. Right. So yeah, yeah it's a bad. Uh, I got no, taken somewhere, I should say. Right. That right. I had been with someone else. Got sent was, there. Yeah. Uh, no gifts. This sounds stupid, but a lot of guys what? do this. No. Never... Wait. What? Yeah, guys bring gifts on a first date. Oh, first date, forget it. No. Yeah, yeah so, the, you know, the, the oh, thinking but flowers, is flowers, maybe flowers or wine. They said, you know, the girl isn't doing you a favor. It's it's the rules for guys. The girl isn't doing you some kind of favor by going out with you. Mm-hmm. She likes you. So she said, yes, yeah, so you don't owe her something. See, this is no, the guy's yeah, that's perspective. that's true. That's true. It is nice, though, to get... Larry showed up with a bottle of wine and some flowers. You can never go wrong in my book if you show up with a bottle of wine. A big one. I don't care about the flowers, but if you show up to my house with a bottle of wine, you can pretty much guarantee sex right there. (laughs) (laughs) That's a deal closer right there. Just invite me over, Marie. It's on. The other big one is to pay attention and to listen to what she's saying and laugh at her stupid jokes, they said. But, but, you know, really, um, if if a guy has been listening to what I have said and they bring something I said back to me two or Mm -hmm. three dates later... It's astonishing that men listen at all. So if yeah. <laughs> if he's actually paid attention enough to listen and remember it, that that carries my a husband lot of weight. is really good at that. I'm horrible. I'm I am horrible. too. I cannot. I can't remember what anybody tells me any anytime. No, I am too. I am too. Make her want you more. Does this sound familiar? After you've made a good impression, um, but don't ruin it by conscious constantly being in touch with her. Let her decide. So I, you know. This brings me back to my question. Yeah, Yeah. is exactly. If you guys are both following this, you're just you're never going to get together because you're both going to be on this power trip. And um, good luck to (laughs) (laughs) y'all. Well, I can tell you from my experience, I did not call him. I did not bug him. And he I allowed for him to pursue me. And he did. And he was very calculated about it and thoughtful and consistent. And I appreciated it. I appreciated every single thing that he did and does for me. Um, but I give him room to approach me. You know, he needs to have some space. If I'm, if you're chasing someone, they can't chase you. Right. They can't come up to yeah, you. Yeah, right. That's true. This That's is true. really good. It says, don't be a groupie or other rules uh, for dating celebrities or high profile men. It says, it's not every day you meet a celebrity or CEO, but it can happen at a party or on a plane or at a company cafeteria. This only happens in your world, Elizabeth. Well, I do meet a lot of celebrities, actually. <laughs> and, um, they don't like it. They don't like it if, you know, it, I'll tell you how to deal with a celebrity. Oh, hi, nice to meet you. I've seen, you know, some, your particular work. If you've seen their work, mention something specific. Don't be like, oh, I love you, man. You know, oh, I love it. Oh, my God, I love everything you do. Or I've, I grew up watching you, you know, even if you did. Um, it's, oh, I've seen this work and I really enjoyed it. And it's so nice to meet you. My name is, and you shake their hand and then you leave them alone. And then give them some room to kind of come towards you. 
I met um, one of the Ghostbusters, but it was the fat one. And that's what I said to him. I'm like, you're all, the fat Ghostbuster. They're all fat. Aren't you one of the fat Ghostbusters? Oh. He's like, I've lost weight. I'm like, mm, not that much. Was it Bill okay. Murray? No, was it, it wasn't. Was it Kramer? Uh, what's the guy's name? Exactly. The dark haired guy? Exactly. What's the guy's name? See, that's the Harold point. Harold. It was Harold. Ramis. Yes, it was Harold Ramis. He put like on some him. pounds. He's actually, re- I find him extremely sexy. I like men who have that sort of sexy, I think he's Jewish too, or something like that. I think he is. I think that's really sexy. No one knows his name. Yeah. It's just like Billy Crystal's friend, the other guy, and everybody's like, I ran into him, Bruno Kirby. He's the other guy. No one cares. Exactly. Who? who Exactly right. He's always Billy Crystal's side. Anyway, keep going. Keep going. I'm like, push my button. Well, I will say, so So unfortunately we're drawing down on our time, but one point that I wanted to make uh, before we have to end up here is that there are a lot of important, if you are if you really are trying to drag a guy kicking and screaming to the altar and then hope that it goes well for you after that, I wish you luck with that. Um, there are a lot of hard talks that I feel like should come out on some of these dates that you should be more focused mm-hmm. on than the rules and who's calling who and how often you're calling and how many minutes you wait until you answer their questions or whatever these are. And, you know, and as I was going through, they have this checklist online of the, the important questions that you should be talking about on these initial dates. And these would say, uh, all of my friends who are in, in troubled relationships right now or who are going through divorces or have been divorced, if they had asked some of these pretty rudimentary questions early on, mm-hmm. I think this would have saved a lot well, of... Well, like, one, what's a question you should ask? You know, like, how do you get along with your parents? And how oh. have your parents gotten along with your former girlfriends and boyfriends? And mm-hmm. how do you feel about my family? And I murdered my parents. Exactly. <laughs> how often do you want the in-laws to visit? How, and how would that go? Yeah. And how much do you want to socialize? So you say you want dinner parties. How often do you... I mean, I think yeah. you really have to nail people down to very specific answer, answers. Yeah. On financial questions, on um, religious questions, mm-hmm. on sex questions, on oh, just... Oh, we actually bought a book like that. It was called The Hard Questions. I and it's great. like a, it's a premarital um, counseling book. And when we started to get serious, I said, we need to answer these questions if I, if, in order to know if I want to continue having this relationship move forward. And it's just, a, it was like a little pocket-sized book, but it, but it asked questions like that. You know, where do you eventually want to live in ten years? What do you, what is your goal? What do you want? How do you see? How do you spend money? How does he spend money? Exactly. What's your idea of decorating? What's your style? What kind of you know? How much food do you want to go out you know and eat on you know in or out? Yeah, it's funny it's because important. as I was going through this list of questions, like you know, if you win a million dollar lottery, how would you spend it? Or how much time are you going to spend at work? Or what percentage of your income do you spend every payday? Mm-hmm. And, you know, what are your financial obligations? If uh, I know so many marriages that <laughs> probably would have never happened if people had gone through some of these questions. And my husband and I did the same thing, but um, I probably, you know, I, I'm not sure how honest people are when they're going through them because you want yeah. you want to get married, right? You want it to all yeah. work out. And so um, asking these questions and being honest about it, you know, it strikes me as far more important than whether, you know, he calls you on the on yeah. a Wednesday for a Saturday night. I yeah. mean, I get what you're saying. I, I do think yeah. some of that is is um, human nature to make people hunt and gather and, and all of that stuff. I think um, it, it's it probably is just appealing to our yeah. sense of how we, you know. Yeah, how you relate to another person. The one final uh, rule that I will leave us with is observe his behavior on the holidays. So if you've been dating him for a couple of months and your birthday or Valentine's Day or Christmas or Hanukkah 
or Kwanzaa or St. Patty's Day. No, <laughs> one of those holidays where he's, you know, you kind of buy each other gifts and the gift is not romantic. Um, and, and it doesn't have to, I mean, it could be roller skates, but it may, it could be, you know, if it has a romantic meaning, something that's meaningful and romantic to you. If it's not a gift like that, then, and you've been dating him a, a couple of months, dump him. Yep. Just move on. Because it's, here's the thing is, you're setting the tone for the rest of your relationship when you start off. And if you're the one who called him up, if you call him and you call and bug him, you're asking probably for a little mama's boy here you're going to have to take care of and who's never going to show interest in you. You know, when you get, you know, have a couple of kids and then you're, you've gained some weight and you're tired and you're, now you don't even feel like having sex anymore, you know, and he wasn't showing interest in you. He never showed interest in you initially. He's, you know, you're not, it's you're going to get, get a better. lot less attention. Yeah. So you want to start off on the right foot and that this person is really attracted to me. You, you need that. And you'll never know unless you're, you patiently wait for him to approach you. That's it. Yeah. And that's the other point is that if you think that there are problems early on that are going to get better with time. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck with that. Good luck with that. Sucker. Let me know how that goes. <laughs> yeah. I would love to hear how that tale goes. Yeah. Well, we already know the tale. We know that ending all too well, unfortunately. Yeah. So. Sadly, that's it, Elizabeth. Another well, week gone. That's good. I know. I'm going to bring drinks next time. I hope you do. Have a good time. All right. You've been tuned into the chat room on KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. We are here every Friday night. We will be here next Friday night, 5 o'clock. So uh, sidle up with us next Friday with, uh, with a cocktail and uh, tune in. We'll see. Uh, what are you? Any thoughts on what you want to talk about next week? Yeah, I've got so many thoughts. They're all disgusting. That's the Dirty, problem is naughty. every single thought we come up with, we're like, yeah, not really appropriate. Yeah. <laughs> well, I only have to write four radio shows next week, so I'll, I'll, so you got time. I'll got time. fit it in there somewhere. You'll fit it in. Okay. We'll figure out something naughty to talk about. Yeah, yeah. So we'll, be, uh, good times, good times. We'll be here with you next Friday night at 5. See you then. Check it out, well, I'm the master of balance With multiple talents I provide the landscape, baby You provide the challenge I've been broken down and out And look at the sound that I'm drowning out I'm around the town and I'm roundabout And it's better than the kick in your freaking mouth These words might scare you Make you tremble and double dare you Now we're always learning Always listening and very burning you're not checking the resume, two thumbs down is what they say. Drink it up till you're dizzy, stay awake and thin like Lizzie. Touch your trembling chest to look at what a walrus digest. Last Halloween, gave you my heart. Very next day, you gave it away, made you disappear. Downtown yell, uptown rebel. One love, one city, one now. Got some raps and seas never heard.